Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone. So it's been a couple episodes since I've talked about a book that's educational and 100% nonfiction. So I'm going to be doing that today by reviewing the book, How Spies Think, 10 Lessons in Intelligence by David Omond. Omond, the author, is actually the former director of GCHQ, which for any of my non-UK listeners is the government communications headquarters that provides intelligence and information to the UK government and armed forces. So you can be sure that the author, without a doubt, knows what he's talking about. And considering the current international political climate, this book is pretty relevant. Plus, considering everything that's going on, it really helps to put things into perspective and makes you aware of the importance of these organizations and the work that intelligence agents do. That being said, the title does make the book seem sexier than it is. It's still a good, solid read and I'll obviously get into the specifics in a second, but I do want to manage your expectations right away because this book ended up being much more analytical than I thought. You really have to pay attention to what you're reading and focus on the material because it includes everything from probabilities, equations, and tables to hypotheses and theories, as well as some practical philosophy. And some of you might be surprised to hear that. I know I was a little taken aback when I started reading the book, but in reality, this is the type of work that spies and intelligence agents do. Hollywood has completely skewed that and created this sexy, action-packed idea of the work that spies do. And while a lot of that espionage work does go on as well, this is the side that they don't show. And it actually makes up the bulk of their work. So if you're someone with a natural desire to learn, then you'll enjoy this. However, I would steer clear of it if you're someone who is going to expect the book to spark an interest for you, or if you want one of those educational reads that's really simplified and sums itself up really succinctly. But like I said, if you have a curious mind and you're someone who's interested in the more analytical side of things, then this is for you. As you can guess from the title, 10 Lessons in Intelligence, there are 10 topics that are discussed throughout the book. And even if the content is a little bit dense, the structure is very clear-cut. So each chapter starts by the author making a statement or giving you a fact or a concept, and then giving you personal experience or anecdotal evidence based on his career, or sometimes examples from history that support that statement or fact that he opened with. Then after diving into it and flushing it out or tackling it in more depth, the chapter concludes with a bullet point summary of everything you just read. I know some people might not be fans of the bullet point summary, but in a book like this one, I really appreciated it. Like I said, at times you really have to be paying attention to what you're reading, so this was really helpful in terms of just summarizing everything. 
Plus, it's really nice to have if you ever want to refer back to this book, but you don't want to reread the whole book all over again. Surprisingly, I also found this to be a really good book for anyone who's interested in investing or business because the information in this book is actually pretty general. So it's not stuff that's just applicable to fellow spies or anyone in analytics. It's actually stuff that can be applied to your own life, especially business and work environments, which is kind of the whole point of the book. Apart from just being educational in general and enlightening readers about intelligence work, the author wants you to be able to walk away with this knowledge, but also to be able to apply it to your own life, wherever it's relevant. There's actually a really good chapter on negotiation that is probably the most applicable to the widest range of people. But that being said, there's also information that may not be applicable or actionable, but is still just good to know or interesting to read. For example, he talks about things like unconscious bias, groupthink, things like that. And Omond concludes the book with a chapter on social media and fake news. And anyone with an internet connection knows that this is the biggest hurdle that everyone from the average person to actual intelligence agents is grappling with at the moment. And in my opinion, this final chapter really ended the book on a bang. Maybe because it's really one of the issues we're facing with the highest stakes. But whatever the reason, because of this chapter, I'm not going to lie, it also made this book feel kind of depressing. It really laid it bare just how heavily connected, influenced, and manipulated we all are by the internet. The author really exposes all of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and for me, it was just the weight of it all and what felt like the impossibility of even attempting to try and change it for the better. However, Omond does conclude by saying that it's the government's responsibility, and they're the ones that need to start investing heavily into cybersecurity, removing fake news, etc. So he makes it clear that the burden isn't on the people. And even though this final chapter was a bit overwhelming for me, the book was also enlightening and inspiring at the same time. I'm not really sure how that's possible to feel all that at once, but those were my personal feelings after finishing the book. And I actually think something I can kind of equate those feelings to is the opening monologue that Jeff Daniels gives in the TV show The Newsroom. This book kind of feels like that speech in terms of being both equal parts depressing and inspiring. But if you haven't seen that monologue, firstly, I'm a little surprised since it went viral on social media a few years ago. But secondly, I would highly suggest looking it up on YouTube because it's great writing and just a great moment in television. Back to this book. Overall, it was a great read. It was incredibly educational. Definitely much more dense than I was expecting, but Personally, I think it's a great book to have on my shelf to reference back to at any point because I don't think I'm going to be able to hold all of that information in my head on a regular basis, but I'm really glad that I read it because the overall takeaway from the book that Omond is really trying to get across to readers is that whether or not it's in regards to national statecraft or people's personal lives, he wants to teach and empower the reader with the tools to make better decisions by learning how to think like an intelligence analyst. And for that, I absolutely applaud him and think that's something we should all learn how to do. 
So for the average reader, maybe I'd give it three out of five stars, but I would personally give it four. So hopefully that helps you gauge this book a bit and helps you figure out if this would be a good book for you. I'd also say that it's a good read for those who enjoyed the Netflix documentary The Social Dilemma and or those who liked the book Thinking Fast and Slow. I feel like these are all kind of in the same genre. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this little review. As always, thank you so much for listening. I don't want to get all sappy, but every download honestly means so much and is always super cool to see. So I don't take you guys for granted tuning into these episodes, but until the next one, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from, and keep an eye out for the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.